0: Chapter Seventeen of *The Mystery of the Chinese Ring* by Andy Adams. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter Seventeen: A Red Hot Lead. Night overtook Biff, Chuba, and Muscles before they reached Jaraminka. All were tired. The going in the dark was rough, but Biff was determined to reach the town before they halted. ''Another hour,'' Biff said, ''and if we haven't gotten there, we'll hole in for the night.'' ''Okay by me,'' Muscles answered. Chuba nodded his head. They didn't have to go for the full hour. Following a narrow path, no more than a rough goat trail, they rounded the side of a high-pointed hill. From far below their dangerous perch on the hillside they saw lights, hundreds of lights, flickering like candles in a breeze. It was a beautiful sight— "'to come upon suddenly in the night. "'Jaraminka,' Biff said, and looked at Chuba for confirmation. "'You're right, Biff, that's Jaraminka. "'It's a lot bigger place than I thought it would be,' "'Muscles put in. "'It's in centre of big, wide valley. "'Much good farmlands. "'Many rich peoples once lived here. "'It's nice in summer, not too hot. "'How about the house of Kwang, Chuba? "'They have any properties around Jaraminka?' Oh, yes, Biff, always in summertime, old lord and family go to Jaraminka. Old lord have big place here. His big house still here, but old lord not own it any more. Chinese commies run him out, Muscles asked. You're right, Muscles, they take over. Now this place big, important outpost for Chinese army. Why would the Chinese army have a large installation in such a wild remote section of their big, sprawling country? The answer came to Biff immediately. That big, fenced-in construction job was not more than ten miles away. That had to be the reason. Just what was being built, though, still puzzled the boy. We'll bed down here for the night, Biff said, and go into the town early in the morning. Real early, Biff, Chuba said. Soon the sun start rising, farmers go into town to marketplace, bring things from farm to sell. We go in with them. "'People think we farmers too.' "'How about me?' Muscles asked. "'I don't look like a Chinese farmer.' "'Biff laughed. Anything but.' "'You have to stay here, guard our camp. "'We go into town, find out things.' "'Okay by me, but say, be sure and leave me my pal.' "'Your pal?' Biff asked. "'Yeah, my pal of protection, the spirit box.' "'They all laughed, turned in and slept.' Early in the grey of the morning, Biff and Chuba were on the outskirts of the village. A stream of solemn-faced farmers passed through the city's gate. Chuba and Biff attached themselves to the parade and entered unnoticed. Biff had reached a decision. If any member of the house of Kwang could be located, he felt now would be the time to use the green ring. Keeping his voice low, he spoke to Chuba. Don't ask any more questions about Uncle Charlie, but find out if you can if there are any members of the Kwang family around here. I catch biff. If any Kwangs around, Chuba will locate them. The boys wandered through the sprawling city. They made for the marketplace, always the center of the most activity. Going from stall to stall, Chuba made his inquiries. He told the persons he questioned that once he and his father, had served the house of Kwang. now he said in a sad tearful voice he was only a beggar boy if he could only find one of the young lords perhaps the lord would remember his father and give chuba a helping hand at mid-morning chuba hit pay dirt he engaged in a long conversation with a young slender chinese this chinese was different from the broad-faced farmers the stall keepers the uniformed soldiers who thronged the marketplace his facial features were fine his clothing cleaner and richer than that of those surrounding him biff watched chuba anxiously he saw his friend bob his head up and down in agreement then the two parted chuba rejoined biff motioned to him to follow and chuba led the way back to the gates of the city once outside chuba told biff of his conversation this man i talked to His name, Chan Lee, once he young lord of house, like House of Quang. Not so big, not so rich, but House of Lee and House of Quang good friends. House of Lee taken over just like House of Quang. He hate government bosses. Biff felt himself becoming excited. This could be the lead they'd been searching for. Did you ask him if any members of the House of Quang were still in Jaraminka? Chuba did. Chan Lee say yes. He say he know many things, but he say he must be very careful. Cannot take us to where Kwang family in hideout unless we have proof we friends, not enemies or police spies. Biff's hand went inside his cloak. He felt for the ring. This was it. The ring would bring the good fortune it promised. What's our next move? We go back to where muscles hiding. Then, when sun stands straight up in sky over our heads, We meet with Chan Lee. Where? Back in the city? Oh no, too much risky. Remember, on our way down to city, we come to Little Brook, fed by spring? Biff nodded his head. We meet there. Come, we tell Muscles. Back with Muscles, the three held a council. Their plans depended on what they would learn from Chan Lee. But how could Muscles be kept informed? It wouldn't do for him to attend the meeting. Maybe I could be there but not be seen, Mussels said. Any cover near the spring where I could hide? Maybe I could overhear what this Lee character has to offer. I think so, Mussels. Come, we go down now and see, not too long before sun stands straight up. Near the spring they found a heavy thicket where Mussels could conceal himself. When you're translating for Biff, raise your voice slightly, Chuba. not loud enough to cause suspicion, but loud enough for me to hear. ''Let's have a dry run of that,'' Biff suggested. Muscles concealed himself in the thicket. Chuba talked to Biff in a tone slightly louder than normal. ''You hear all right, Muscles?'' Biff asked. ''You're coming through loud and clear,'' was the reply. ''How much time before noon?'' Ten minutes,'' Muscles called back. Chuba spoke to Biff. ''You stay here now. I go a little piece downhill. See if I can spot Chan Lee coming up.'' Chuba left. Biff remained silent not wanting to give Mussels' position away by talking to him any more. In a few minutes Chuba returned. His face told Biff the story. He's coming. Be here real quick. Is he alone? He by himself. Good, Biff thought. If Chan Lee acted suspiciously or tried any funny stuff, Muscle's lay in waiting. Chan Lee came into the small clearing around the spring. He bowed low to Chuba, then repeated the gesture to Biff. He asks who you are. Biff Chuba translated. Tell him I am a friend of the house of Kwang. I seek their help. Interpreter Chuba spoke swiftly. He says he needs proof of this. He must be sure you are real, true friend. It was now or never. Biff decided. He reached under his cloak and took out his key chain. Turning his back to Chuba and Chan Lee, he took the ring off the chain. Turning, he held it out. Ask Chan Lee if this is proof enough. The slender Chinese stepped forward. He took the ring from Biff's hand. He inspected it carefully, then replaced it in Biff's hand. It is the ring of the ancient one, the old lord of the house of Kwang. he said to Chuba. When Chuba gave this information to Biff, his heart pounded with excitement. Now tell him, Chuba, that we come here to find my uncle Charles or to get any definite information as to where he is. Chuba's head went up and down. He spoke to Chan Lee. Their conversation went on and on. Biff's anxiety grew. Chan Lee's answer was all-important. At long last, much to Biff's relief, the conversation ended. It was a solemn-faced Chuba who turned to Biff. He has told me many things, many things we wanted to know. Well, what are they? What are they? Biff demanded impatiently. He says Sahib Charles is being hidden from soldiers by House of Kwang. What? Biff clapped his hands. He couldn't contain his joy. Tell me more. Chan Lee says more. That Sahib Charles hurt self when plane came down. Biff's joyful feeling vanished. Badly? Was he hurt badly? No, not too bad, but enough to keep him from traveling. Now he all better. All is arranged for House of Quang to help Sahib Charles get back to Burma. What can we do to help? Chan Lee will take us to hideout place. We get Sahib Charles, lead him back to... Biff held up his hand. Wait. Biff felt there was still need for caution. He didn't want Chuba to mention the plan for the plane pickup. He didn't want him to reveal Muscle's presence. There was no way of knowing whether Chan Lee understood English or not until they reached uncle charlie it would be wiser biff felt to hold back what little ammunition they still had ask him where is this hideout where my uncle is chuba turned back to chan lee he spoke rapidly chan lee replied and pointed in a direction north of jaraminka just north of the city in those foothills you can see from here how long will it take us to get there biff was asking these questions for the benefit of their hidden muscles an hour, says Chan Lee. maybe a little more, but not much. And is he ready to take us there now? Chuba again nodded assent to the question. Tell him, then, that we are ready to go right now. Chuba spoke to Chan Li. The Chinese replied with a deep bow and the sweep of one arm, as if to say, I lead, you follow. As if speaking to himself, but in a clear voice, Biff said, An hour there, an hour with Uncle Charlie, and an hour back. A bit more, perhaps. Four hours at the most. Biff stressed the words four hours. He hoped Muscles would understand. He hoped Muscles would know that if they weren't back in four hours, then something had gone wrong. With Chan Lee in the lead, they headed for the distant foothills. End of chapter 17.